Hello, everyone. I am Deborah Brown Volkman. I am your podcast host for Wisdom Comes with Wrinkles. Now, getting older is not something to be feared. It is something to be celebrated. You have battle scars and wounds, and you earned every single one of them. And that is the beautiful thing about getting older is you you learn and you grow and you have so much to give back, but it comes with little lines and little sagging and this and that. I think it's worth it. You know who you are more than you've ever known in your entire life. You're comfortable with yourself. And as you get older, especially for women, like it was something I, I feared. Oh, if I get older, but once it happened, you know, I just accepted it. It's almost better when things happen before waiting for something to happen. Uh, it's a beautiful time in one's life where you just feel really comfortable with yourself. Um, and this is a career-focused podcast where guests come on and they share lessons learned. So before I introduce my guests, I always introduce my yellow pads because I like to take notes when when people are talking, I think it's a great thing. Uh, sometimes questions come to me or this things that's channeled. I do a write-up after this. And some of you are watching this. If you see me look down, it's because I'm looking down. Uh, and for some of you who are listening, you you won't really know, except for the fact that I said I like to uh, use a, a yellow pad. So I have an amazing guest today. Oh my God, she's so wonderful. I have uh, pre-conversations with the guests and I really get to know them. And I just, I, 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 uh, I'm just so impressed. I'm so impressed with her. So I'm going to introduce you to Alicia Morrow. Uh, she's from Colorado. I'm from New York. She's Colorado. She's a health and life coach. And she works with, with busy, busy women and midlife. She is just amazing. And I want to start with a lesson because it's, it's so interesting. Alicia's lesson is, is being true to yourself is their inner revelation that changes everything. I mean, that is like a lesson that like it, it, it almost gets into your soul and it gets into your DNA. So Alicia, I just want to say welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here today. Thank I'm you. so happy you're here. So being true to yourself <laughs> is the inner revolution that changes everything. So that mm-hmm. that is almost like a lesson that was learned over a lifetime, right? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, definitely a lifetime lesson. Uh, I think there were many uh, points in my life when the lesson came up, but I wasn't quite ready to see it through. Okay. I think that happens to all of us. Um, we, we see something and we go, oh, that probably needs to be addressed. Or I probably need to look at that, but we're not, it's not, oh, it's not the right time. We have lots of reasonable reasons why we're not ready to do it. Uh, for me, the, the lesson came up, um, I essentially died while giving birth to my one and only child and, uh, have, you know, dealt with a lot of chronic health issues for years since then. And one of the lessons that I got right away, I mean, he was just, I don't know, maybe, maybe two weeks old. He was really little. And I, you know, didn't get a break to recover from everything I'd been through. It's just, you know, okay, you're a mom now. Just like deer in the headlights, kind of a moment um, when the levity of becoming a mother really starts to sink in. Mm -hmm. And, um, And I just had this moment of realizing that if I didn't take care of myself 
that I was going to end up asking the people around me to take care of me. If I didn't do what I needed to do to make myself happy, I was going to be depending on the people around me to make me happy. And here I'm looking at this. I mean, my son was just over five pounds when he was born. He was just like not much bigger than a teaspoon. He was so little. And I just remember looking at him and thinking, oh, that's so unfair to put that burden on a little one or anybody else for that matter. Yeah. So I need to, it's like I started to really practice being true to myself in every circumstance, like, oh, I actually need a nap right now. I'm, I'm not, I'm not up for going to the, to a mom's group or I need, uh, I need more support because I'm falling apart, even though it seems outrageous to ask for more support. I need that. Um, the lessons carried on for me in realizing that I had to dial back in my business, um, There were financial pressures, of course, but I was in no shape to be working for a pretty significant amount of time. And I just knew if I don't take care of me, there's no me to run the business. There's no me to to do anything. And so I really have to be true to myself here. And then then later on, on on a more personal note, it came up in in my marriage when I realized that we were really on a very deep level, very incompatible. And uh, I think that that had never, I don't, you know, I I took vows. I made a commitment. I was in a a thousand percent and I had a child and um, you know, nobody in my family had ever been divorced grandparents were married for 72 years my parents over 40 years and and you know people just don't get divorced but what I realized is that the relationship had become so dysfunctional and that my partner wasn't willing to really actually do the work to fix it and it was going to start tearing me apart to stay in it and I had to make the hard decision to be true to myself and walk that road of divorce which is like i wouldn't wish that on anybody it's really hard no this so yeah i just want to say this is not an easy thing that you did no no you know there's also something else on your website is you know when you go to alicia's website um because there'll be a link to it at the end it it is on it is unbelievable like it it like it touches you in a way that a lot of websites just don't like you could just see that there's been a tremendous amount of inner work and i do think that i think that you're just very gifted from a spiritual standpoint Uh, And I think that's allowed you to get through this because you've really, truly been through a lot. And there's another, another sentence that really sticks out is where it says there comes a time in every woman's life when she realizes that the way it's been working isn't working. Um, You know, like, how do you, how do you know that? Like what you said, you were married for a long time. You know, I should just stick it out, but, but you couldn't stick it out. How do you, how do you know when it's not working anymore? Gosh, I think for every woman, that's going to look different, honestly. Um, It's sort of like that question about relationships. Do I stay or do I go? How long do I stay? I think that that answer is going to be really unique to every woman. For me, I tried everything. I turned over every single stone 
-hmm. And I had to be able to say to myself, I tried everything. I gave it my all. And this is broke. (laughs) This is broken. Mm -hmm. And, and it's being put on me to fix it. And I'm, it's not up to me to fix it. This is a, uh, you know, that's what a marriage is, is that it's two people coming together um, with a commitment to work things through. And when you realize like, gosh, this really isn't fixable, if it's going to be all me fixing it, um, then that, that for me was, was the limit. Mm-hmm. that that was my it's time it's well, time well, and I then mean, and then it took a while you of know, course but. yeah but there's a switch right right so you, there's a yeah. realization you can't fix it by yourself right so you can't yeah. fix it by yourself so I think that that transcends relationships it translates business you know that absolutely translates the workplace um well you- and I think we're seeing this in the workplace now we're okay. in a time of transitioning in the workforce I mean, COVID changed the game. The pandemic has changed the game. More and more people are wanting to work from home. I work from home. I love it. Um, and I just, I just think that we're all gonna, we're all being asked to kind of go inward and really question what it is that we're living, what it is that we have created. And whether or not that is going to work for us moving forward. And, you know, there's lots of things that go into that decision. It's not a clear cut decision. I don't, I think ever. No, no. Yeah. So, so I, I do want to ask you, you know, you said yeah. what happened to you when you got sick, you know, you died during childbirth and, you know, obviously you, you yeah. came back. Like that was almost my question. Did you come back? But obviously you came back because we're having this conversation. Did. Um, yeah. were, you, were you sick? Were you sick before this? Um, I, I wasn't sick before this. And um, I think that just the stress and strain of pregnancy really did me. And I, I did get pneumonia my eighth okay. month of pregnancy. Wow. And it really did a number on me. I didn't sleep for about three weeks. And I just think that the the stress and strain were were so great. I mean, my my kidneys were failing, my liver was failing. I'm in the hospital. I I think I spent a week in the hospital there. I'm I'm there's missing periods of time for me in the hospital where I don't know what happened or how I got from that room to that room. And yeah and just a lot of medical interventions and it was it was very very scary and then emergency surgery at the end yeah and that was it and your whole life changed like that right I you know it did but I think that when I was in it I didn't know that my whole life had changed like that I uh, there was so much trauma and shock and um and then just trying to get through each and every day um with a baby uh, so my commitment to being here was really strong. Um, but uh, it, yeah, my life had changed, but I think it took me a while to catch up to the fact that it had changed. And I think that that's also true for a lot of us right now. Uh, our lives have changed, but it's taken us a while to catch up to the the truth of that. And, and then what that means for us, whether it's, uh, you know, for our relationships or 
for our health or for our professional lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I, I mean, think it, sometimes it takes us a while. Well, I mean, especially when it happens like that, it's like, it's hard to process yes. it. It's really hard to process yeah. it. You know, it's very hard. It's very hard to process it. You know, being true to yourself, like you can have a conversation with mm-hmm. anyone about being true to yourself and they would agree with you 100%. Uh, the the implementation of it is is difficult. So what mm-hmm. would you, you know, what would you say to people? Like if they came to you and said, I really admire what you're doing. Like how, how can, you know, how can I be true? How can I be true to myself? I have a lot of um, people say to me, you're so courageous. Hmm. You're so, you're so courageous. And I, I, I wish I had your courage. Well, listen, courage is a practice. Okay. It is not something that you're born with. Um, I, I think oh. that for me, because my health was so deeply impacted that what I learned to do to get through that time period was to always check in with my body. You know, that the body is incapable of lying to us. Oh my God. So true. Yes. Yeah. And when we don't listen to the body's whispers, the body will start to get louder and start screaming and yelling at us in the form of, you know, pain, illness, what have you. And so for me, when it came to making a decision, when it came to, I mean, and you know, I'm talking little decisions, big decisions, whatever the decision is, I always, uh, I learned to and continue to today. I always ask my body what it think, what it has to say about that, yeah. what it thinks about that is, and and I get very immediate feedback from my body. You know, if I'm I'm particularly tired that day, whatever it is, will feel like oh no, just my whole body just kind of goes oh no. And then I have to decide, am I going to listen to what my body is saying and and give it what it's asking for, which is more rest, more space, or am I going to override it and not listen to it and kind of take it further in that direction of being tired and exhausted? So that's a a huge one is tuning into the body. This is how I, I, you know, I make my decision. I make my calls about things. And then I think the other thing for me is, is, uh, and trust me, I did not have these in place prior to all this going on. And I've had to, to learn and, and, and get better at this, but I have really, really clear personal boundaries. Okay. And I think that for a lot of people, when they think of boundaries, they think of it like a fence, like it's a fixed thing and then you can't change it. You but can't the way that it, yeah. Well, you can't cross it. You can't change it. It's just what it is. And look, that that may be appropriate in some circumstances to have a very firm, very clear boundary. But I think that in the end, boundaries really need to be flexible and fluid. We need to be able to give ourselves permission to adjust and amend our boundaries, depending on the circumstance, depending on what's what's needed, depending on how we're feeling about things. Yeah. Those are probably the the primary ways that I stay really true to myself. But a lot of it is slowing down. Yes, slow down. And yes. not making the decision right away from, from the quick moving mind, but really tuning into what does my body say about that? How does my heart feel about that? What is it that I really want here? Is this life-giving or is this life sucking? Sometimes mm-hmm. that's a, a way um, of going about it. And, and am I a full yes to this? Or 
am I hesitating? And then if there's a hesitation, what, okay, what's that hesitation? What's the stutter step there that has me kind of going, oh, I'm not sure about that. That to me is a sign to slow down rather than speed up. And look, slowing down in our culture today, very hard to do. Yes. Yeah. I was I very was, hard to do. Yeah. I wanted to say something about this because, you know, I yeah. can, I'm 57. So, you know, I will keep going, keep going, keep going. But what stops me is my body. I'm tired. And it's interesting because, you know, you know, how we introduced you in the beginning is, you know, helping, you know, ha- you know, helping women in midlife, you know, yeah. sl- slow down. So it's like, as women, we're conditioned to just keep going. You know, we're the multitasker, yeah. we're the doers, and we, we just keep going. We, I mean, I, I will just keep going until my body says I, I can't go anymore. Otherwise I think, I think I would just keep going. And I think that, um, I, I don't know if you're a mom, Deborah, I but am. I think yeah. that when you become a mom, you, you learn that you have this extra gear that you didn't know that you had prior, yes. prior to being a mom. Cause no matter what you have to show up. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, and I think that I think that our culture um, really, really, really supports and encourages and rewards fast-paced um, productivity, constantly moving. We feel guilty if we stop to rest, kind of a thing. And and that's a cultural thing, and it's relatively new. My grandparents weren't like this. We've no. really been sped up. And I think that the challenge right now is to find ways to slow down and really listen to that soft, you know, timid voice within that actually knows better. Um, yeah, this is a, it's a huge challenge today. I think it's, this is where we're all being called. I really yes, do. We are, you know, because there's so much and social media doesn't help. It, you know, it, no. it, it doesn't help. We have access to so much information that it's almost too much. It's just too much. And I think we do get overwhelmed with it. <laughs> oh, I think we do so get overwhelmed. Yes. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yeah. take much to get overwhelmed. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. It really, it really doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and go ahead. please. No, no, no. I just, no, no. I just want to. I'm looking at your website. I love her website. Wait till you see the website. You know, mm-hmm. I introduced you as a health and 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 life coach, and I feel like that mm-hmm. doesn't even do you justice because when I read mm-hmm. your bio, um, you are a visionary coach. You are a mother. You are a queen. I mean, you are a queen. Mm-hmm. I love that. You're a modern day medicine woman, several mm-hmm. ceremonialist, and so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. you can see that you've been through a lot, but. You know, when you go through, when you go through something, and this is part of wisdom, you can either go up or you could go down. And I know, Mm -hmm. you know, we can say, like, you you could say, oh, there was no choice. There is always a choice. You chose to go up. I mean, you chose to, chose to really go up. I mean, you have these, these aspects about you that I just don't, don't see in a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for that reflection. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, and I, th- I think you're right about it. Even when I, uh, you know, struggled mightily with my health and recovering from everything that happened when my son was born, my son is almost seven and a half to give you an idea of, you know, the, the time frame of, of being uh, essentially chronically ill. Wow. And um, the whole time I have really 
told myself, like, I'm learning something. This is going to be something I'm going to be able to share with others. There are others who are struggling. I don't know a single person who isn't going through something hard right now. Like, and not just hard, hard, hard right now. Uh, We're all feeling the squeeze and, and the pinch of these times and, and you know, I'm here to, I'm here to share my wisdom. I'm here to support people who are ready to um, make the changes that they know that they need to make, but have felt overwhelmed and don't know where to begin and are terrified that it's going to mean they're going to have to blow up their lives to do it. And make hard decisions, um, right? They have to make hard decisions. Hard decisions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, hard, hard times lead to hard decisions, right? Yeah, it does. But I, I think that we have to remember that, um, I mean, I have to tell you, I would never want to go through what I've been through again. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I would opt out of that if the choice was given again, but I would also never give back all that I've learned and gained. And so there is always that. There is always that. And I, I love that you're podcast is called wisdom comes with wrinkles because so often I think as middle-aged women we look at the 20 and 30 somethings and we envy them in some ways and in other ways we're so clear yep no I I would not want to give back (laughs) where I am and what I've learned and all of it yeah yes yeah so there's always that and I think that's what we need to focus on you know, yeah. the, you know, you said we're all going through something hard. It's it's kind of amazing. Um, and you also yeah. said, I wouldn't want to do it again. And, you know, sometimes I'll ask people, because I feel the same way. You know, there were certain things yeah. that, I, that I went through that I would never want to go through again. And like, did it get me to where I want to be? Yes. Most people will say, um, oh, yes, you know, well, it, you know, I wouldn't change a thing because it got me to where I am today. I'm like you. I... I'm grateful, but if I had to change it, I, I, I absolutely positive. There were certain things in my life and my relationships and toxic bosses, you know, basically a lot of it was the decisions that I made and what I was not being true to myself. I wasn't listening to myself. Um, and I made decisions Mm -hmm. that that hurt me in the end. I would absolutely positively Mm -hmm. go back and change it. 100%. Yeah. Well, and I think that you now know, gosh, I was probably operating on autopilot Yes, I was on autopilot. And I, I think that, that so many of us are overwhelmed and exhausted. And that's what you do. You just operate on autopilot because you're just trying to get through. And I think that it's time for us to start making decisions about our lives where we're not, we don't have to escape our lives, the lives that we're living. We don't have to take it, get, get away from the lives that we're living, that we're actually excited about the lives that we're living. And that requires big choices yes. to do that. You know, and it, it, I can say I am at that place. Okay. But I don't know many others who are. No, no. Yeah. Um, and I also think in my work, I, I unfortunately, unfortunately, um, you know, I meet the people after they've had wake up calls. Right. So, I mean, I spent a tremendous amount of time talking yeah. about your career and these things that you should do and layers are coming. And I'm like, you know, Paul Revere, like the British are coming, the British is coming. Um, <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't make an impact, you know, and, and I'm in convincing mm-hmm. mode and it's frustrating for me sometimes. Uh, but then, yeah. you know, I, I meet the people that have the wake up calls and the wake up calls can be like what you said, you were sick, or maybe you got fired or there's a death of somebody or there's your husband or your wife comes home and says, I want a divorce, you know, and if you right. dissect it, 
if you dissect it leading up to it, there were steps and there were, there were, there were moments that you could have done something you chose not to. And it mm -hmm. unfortunately had to come to this point. I mean, for you, I mean, you got, I mean, you got sick. I mean, you got sick during childbirth. There's nothing you could do about that, but I do yeah. think that there are people, there are, you know, th there are things in our lives that we can address sooner. And I would like to see people do that. I really would. Yeah. Well, and sometimes this is where uh, we got to take mine, mine the gold in the lesson and leave the rest. And uh, that's where we can, we can appreciate the gold and then we can, you know, leave the rest. And it, I think it's all perfect. I don't think anything is ever wasted in our experiences. Um, it mm -hmm. sure as heck doesn't feel perfect when we're going through it. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. But I, I can actually, I have tremendous gratitude for what I've been through, even though I wouldn't want to repeat it. Yes. Yeah, me too. Uh, so it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. It depends how we feel like, in the moment, right? It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that that's also what life mm -hmm. is. And it's it's what we make of it that matters. Mm -hmm. It's what we choose to make of it that matters. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Okay, so the, the podcast goes quickly. So um, is there anything that you would like to say before we wrap up? Um, my hope is that everybody who's listening to this will try this practice of slowing down okay. and asking your body what your body has to say about a decision or uh, a choice point that you're in. Slow down and just ask your body what it has to say about it. Um, you don't have to listen to your body. You don't have to follow it. But I want you to see that there is more wisdom available to you than just the, the mind that has been you know, programmed in a lot of ways, um, programmed to settle, programmed to tolerate things that we really don't want to tolerate, programmed to uh, go to all the, the fear about what might happen if we do or don't. But our bodies are so incredibly wise. And so I, I hope that everybody listening gives that a try. Oh. And uh, I'd love to hear your results yeah you want to know how it goes i want to know how I it do. goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right all right so how can people how how can our listeners find you you can find me at alishamorrow.com that's a-l-i-c-i-a-m-o-r-r-o-w.com i'm also on instagram at the alicia morrow Okay. And that's Instagram. Wait till you see this website. I love this website. Mm. It's so amazing. There's a bigger movement, a current in your life that wants to carry you where you want to be and where you're meant to go. You know, I mean, it, it, yeah. it's just amazing. I am one of those forces. Um, yeah. you know, Alicia is a queen. She's totally a queen. You are such a queen, <laughs> such a queen. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So I, I want to take that. You will take that. Why not? You know, Absolutely. one queen. One queen to another. One How's that? queen to another. Yeah, straighten your crown, Ooh. girlfriend. That's right. right. Oh, I, I got out of focus. Do, 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 do. Ba, 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 ba. I see that I'm out of focus. How interesting. I called myself a queen. I got out of focus. <gasps> there oh, I there am. I'm still a queen. I am still That's a queen. Right. Okay. That's right. So I want to thank you for being here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So this is Deborah Brown Volkman. You're a podcast host for Wisdom Comes with Wrinkles. I want to thank you very much for being here and I will see you next time.